So I know that gyms and diets and workout programs and everything are hitting hard as we enter into New Year, New You bullshit season. And um, this is where a lot of them make their money, right? So a lot of these, especially gyms that have a lower membership fee, they have like the no initiation period fee and then you sign up for like a really low price and then eventually like you're like this is going to be great and you sign up in January and you're there January 1st and you're good through the month and then you kind of drop off and because it's such a low fee uh, you kind of forget about it and then the gym just collects money off of you despite you not using the facilities. Um, again, this is just like talking, depending where you are, with COVID still being a thing, at least in New York, um, we still have gyms open right now, but um, some places are closed, some places there's no limitation on capacity. So um, I think it's still real, whether it be 2021, 2022, or 2055, like this is still going to be a thing. And I decided as part of the series, the survival series, to have my friend Jen Baruso on, who is a personal trainer. And she does not accept new clients in the month of January, like ever. And um, she was told this was a terrible business model, but um, the reasonings why she does this are actually really, really awesome. And this is why I wanted her to come on and share. So um, make sure you grab your headphones and get a drink, get comfy, and let's dive right into the episode. Welcome to Finally Fearless, a podcast devoted to getting your damn life back. My name is Dr. Melissa Chofi, a physical therapist who is absolutely sick and tired of seeing women like you fall victim to bullshit products, bullshit advice, and being made to feel like you have to accept a bullshit life. Here we will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly in regard to the health and wellness realm, and have some fun along the way. I'm so excited that you've taken the first step in getting your damn life back. Let's get into the episode. We got the right Thank you everyone for tuning in to Finally Fearless this week. This is, <clears throat> excuse me, episode four of our little mini series, Surviving the New Year. Um, today I have with me my good friend Jen Baruso. Through strength training, Jen helps women discover that their value is not tied to what they weigh or what they eat. And I really wanted to have Jen on here because I think her approach to New Year fitness is so awesome in that she does not accept new clients in January, which a lot of personal trainers, they don't really go by this because January is like kind of like a, gr- a good grab for people who want to lose weight or jump on the bandwagon. And Jen is not about that life. So I'm like, Jen, do you want to come on the podcast and talk a little bit? <laughs> yeah. So here we are. <laughs> I'm like, the, I was sitting there this morning, I'm like, I'm going to black out during this and I'm probably not going to listen <laughs> That's totally fine. I don't listen to any of my episodes after they release. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I hate New Year's resolutions. So let's jump into that first. So what, um, has this always been a thing for you as a trainer that you just don't accept new clients in January? Yes. Okay. Um, and I do that. I've done that for two reasons. One is when I was with 
I'm just going to say the name of the damn company. Go for it, girl. <laughs> Whenever because of Beachbody, there was always a huge push at the end of the year to get people in in December and January to start whatever new program they were losing. So you as a coach were like held to that? I was a sale, you're a salesperson. So you're not a coach, you're a salesperson. True, so true. I wasn't a coach. Yeah, I was a commission salesperson. That's what they are. But you're pushed at the end of the year to hit your whatever goals you need to get to whatever rank up. So it's like sell, 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 sell. And it doesn't matter if this person is good for this program or not. Get them on board, get them signed up, sign them up as a coach so you can pad your money and then they'll go through at least January. Mm-hmm. And then everybody ends up dropping off. Right. You don't retain anybody. Nobody, and people end up getting hurt. And just like, no, it, it was gross. <laughs> it's yeah. So gross. And then working with and connecting with Christina, our awesome biz coach, um, and finding out we have the same type of values. It's like, yeah, it's okay for me not to take on clients in January. This is still when I first started, because I've been, I've been doing this for two years now. So last year, I was so terrified not to take on clients in January because I thought my business would suffer for it. Mm-hmm. But then talking with Christina and then thinking about what happened with all the, the five years I was doing the beach party thing, um, those aren't the clients I want. Right. Think about people go and sign up for the gym start January because they push well not not so much this year (laughs) we're not getting bombarded with those ads sign up for you know no registration fee first month free we're not getting all those right now but that's normally what the messaging is Mm. they boxed in and you go and they're packed right first weeks of January then it starts trickling off and trickling off and trickling off I don't want those people Mm -hmm. that's not what my people do what is your like idea? Like what type of people do you train? So the, the women I work with, we come from a place of building sustainability mm-hmm. and adaptability with programming because life throws you curveballs left and right. I love that. Right. Sustainability. Adaptability, that's what the program needs to be. Mm-hmm. There's no reason and the, I'm like, I work with general population women. Mm-hmm. I'm not working with elite athletes. There's absolutely zero reason for them to train six days a week. Right. Or seven. Like three days a week, you can get results. And if you do three days a week over a year, is that 156 strength training workouts mm-hmm. in a year? And you're doing a little bit at a time. You're building that consistency. It's sustainable. And if you need to move around your schedule, you move around your schedule. Exactly. Yeah, because life is not linear. No. <laughs> when I, I posted a squiggly, I did a what people think chart on in my Instagram stories, like straight line fitness. And I've said I've been saying this last week because I'm dealing with my own injuries that life is throwing at me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had to change my training and adapt to that. If I was doing a program that was, you know, 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, strict, you have to follow this program six days a week, mm-hmm. I can do it right now. I feel like, screw it. I can't do it. 
Exactly. What do I do instead? And I don't know what to do instead because there's no one there to help. Right. Or guide. So we have the three strength training workouts a week, but then they also have access to um, like just body weight mobility workout days. Mm -hmm. If they want to do cardio, they have access to that. That's not programmed for them. That's their choice to do if they want to do it. Right. But it's mandatory that they take one full rest day from exercise. I love that. That is so I find out they don't, they get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) Go at them hard, girl. I'm like, no, you need the rest. (laughs) Yeah, because this is what, so a lot of people don't understand that during that rest time, your body is literally recovering from everything. Like you need a full rest day to kind of like, um, like build your muscle and just recover. Like your muscles are under shock even though it feels great and everything, they're under shock. They're, they're under shock, they're recovering, and they're repairing. And then start, while they're repairing, that's how you get stronger. Exactly. And people don't get that. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I got to keep, that's how I get stronger. I keep, no, you're breaking down everything when you're doing that. It's, you're putting your body under stress. Mm-hmm. The rest and recovery is where the strength happens. Exactly. And then another little fact that not many people know. So these programs where you're switching everything up like every week, it's horrible because you're getting a false sense of increased strength. Your nervous system is so adaptable that you're just getting changes to the nervous system and not actual changes that are going to like they're not indicative of better strength at all. Your body's just used to those movements. So sticking with, and I know you're a big proponent of this, which I love, not changing things to confuse your muscles because that's not even a thing. <laughs> your, muscles are, your muscles are stupid. They do three things. That is it. And they don't need to be any more confused than they already are. No, there's, there's three, and I can't, I, I have it right now. I'm not on the top of my head right now because I've been posting on this New Year's resolution stuff. Um, I'll come back to it. I'll, I'll post it on my Instagram account, the three rules of muscles. <laughs> they only do three things. And they don't get confused. That is not one of them. No. Um, and they also don't lean out. Oh, God. Don't know. And they also don't tone up. No. If they do, then we probably have a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. No. <laughs> Um, so with my, the programming that I do, it's generally, they'll get four to, it'll be four to four weeks of the same three workouts every week, but I alternate them around, but they're working on the body movement. So we're squatting, we're hinging, we're pushing, we're pulling, we're rotating, we're carrying, but you can throw in the variation using unilateral using different tempos, using different sets, using different reps. So you're not doing the same workout, but you are doing the same workout. Exactly. Yep. It keeps it interesting, keeps it a little bit of fun, and it challenges them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but I think that, and that way, we're doing a little bit at a time, just three days a week. We can focus on mindset work. I think the problem comes in when we have New Year's resolution based on fitness, Especially if nobody, if you, you're making, well, I'm going to work out six days a week. I'm going to start this program. And you're coming from nothing. Mm-hmm. Going, that's the, I say that this is Veruca Salt mentality. <laughs> Based fitness and nutrition. I want it all. And I want it now. 
but you don't think about the consequences. There's no, you have this long end goal, but there's no system in place to get there. There's just this program that maybe you really shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pushing it on you because it worked for me. Exactly. Or it doesn't work for me. It just puts money in my pocket. So here you go. It's great for you. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a lot of, um, I want to say there's a lot of highlight reels when it comes to people that sell those types of programs. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. They will not show you the days where they get their workouts and they will not tell you about it. Yep. Yep. Um, and I'd be honest now, I haven't lifted a weight in like three weeks. Well, you're injured. Nothing heavy. And that was, yeah, that's like, (laughs) It is so beyond frustrating because all I want to do is go tam deadlifts. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I can't do it. And then if I do it, my shin's going to be like, I don't like you. And then my hip's going to be like, yeah, you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And now my knee, like, ah, my mm-hmm. left leg. Is just, just chop it off. That's my therapist. <laughs> chop it off right now. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I have thought about it last night. <laughs> so when we're, when we're looking at those, the all or nothing resolutions, you jump into these programs that usually include an all in nutrition program where you cut out everything that you freaking love. Which, wait, I hate that these are called nutrition programs because there's no nutritional sound advice behind any of it. They're, they're written by nutritionists, but that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, it. There's no, it's, it's a one size fits all, which Nutrition is so nuanced, it can never be one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Where do we begin with this rabbit hole? Well, we over need here. another podcast episode. <laughs> um, so I was looking up stuff, and I think I started looking into this before I became a trainer. When I'm like, I, I keep making the same. So I would, I would make a weight loss use resolution goal. That's usually what it was. And then it was just weight loss. 71% of New Year's resolutions revolve around fitness and weight loss. I believe it. I'm actually shocked that it's not higher. Yeah. Um, 80% of New Year's resolutions, resolutions fail by the second week of February. Oh, wow. 80%. Um, only 8% actually stick. Like 8% you said? 8% stick. Wow. Um, I can give you the, the link to the statistics page that I got. That was a Conrad's poll. And that is, they've done it back in, they do it every year. Mm-hmm. They do polls on people. But generally that stuff, what is consistently every year, 80% fail by the second week of February. And only 8% stick. That's crazy. But think about it. It's like when the, I know when I do them, or when I, I do them, I don't do them anymore. When I did them, especially focused on fitness and weight loss, you go all in, you go all in, you burn out. Mm-hmm. Your body wasn't ready for it. You're doing too much too soon. You're doing it for the wrong reason because you're doing, I'm going to do this program because I should do this program. And you're listening to the promises of fantastic results in a short period of time right because you want it now Mm -hmm. instead of building something 
slowly and consistently over the entire year, creating habits Mm -hmm. that you incorporate daily. There's like, no wonder it blows up in people's faces. And what's crazy is they'll make these resolutions don't just happen in January. You see people restarting these every Monday. Yep, exactly. You're so right. I never thought about it like that. The fitness and nutrition weight loss resolutions aren't just a January thing. It's a year-round thing. Mm-hmm. This is where we see the roller coaster. Yep. Or you're stuck in the hamster wheel. <laughs> it's just like, and it amazes me that so many, I mean, more people are starting to see that it's not working mm-hmm. and they need to try something different. But they're uh, the industry that, you know, over $80 billion with a lot more power than our little voices do. So we need more people to speak up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think too, like people come from the sense of urgency, like Monday's coming, I need to do this, but you're not even like getting to why you want to do that. And that like, it's unsexy work, but it needs to be done because why are you forcing yourself to do something that you're probably not ready to do yet? Yeah. It's, so I was one of the people that make the same resolution year after year. And every year it's going to be different. No, it's different this year. I'm different this year. Yep. And you're listening to the promises. You're listening to these magical words. You're going to transform your life. The Tony Robbins, the Rachel Hollis's, the Shalene Johnson's all, you know, no, too, like, be great. The Autumn Kelp, all those people and all the beach body coaches that are drinking the Kool-Aid, selling the stuff that have bought <laughs> in. I should say Shakeology. <laughs> um, I'm going to get so much shit for this. I don't care. This is true. Um, they promise it, but it's all surface level. Mm-hmm. It's temporary because they're not actually digging into the why you're going for this big gigantic end goal, but there's not actually a system in place for you to make that sustainable. Exactly. There's not. So what I do is every client gets a goal setting worksheet and they can pick one to three goals. Mm -hmm. Here's the main goal. What are like your typical goals? Cause it's not aesthetically charged, right? No, usually it, they want to sleep more and sleep better. That's a good one. Um, I have one client now that wants to get back to dancing and running after dealing with knee injuries for three years. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. She can walk up steps one foot at a time. Okay. <laughs> in three, you know, in three weeks, she went from taking a step two feet at a time. Now it's one foot at a time. Mm-hmm. And she feels more stable. So good. she wants to get back to that. Um, I have a client that just, she wants more energy to run around with her kids and go hiking and not be tired after a mile hike. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I just want to be able to carry 12 bags of groceries into my car in one trip because I hate taking more trips. <laughs> I hear you that know, one. <laughs> lifting the 35 pound, pound bag of dog food out of the back of the car to get it into the house. Mm-hmm. That type of, those type of goals is what we're working towards. Um, have a healthier relationship with food and not be afraid to eat mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like not be afraid to eat anything. Um, but it's, it's those types of goals that we're focusing on. Um, and some are like metrics for strength. I want to deadlift. I have one girl who wants to deadlift 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're building towards that. But nothing is ever, and this is not to say that I 
I don't coach weight loss. And if it happens while they're working with me, it happens. I right. don't ask them to weigh in. I don't ask them to take measurements. If they want to do that for themselves, they can. Mm-hmm. But that's not, that's them. Mm-hmm. That's not what I work on. Right. And I love that because that's not really like, for me, being a PT, like, I don't feel like that's a good measurable progress at all. It's not. It isn't. You know, are you sleeping better? Are you drinking your water daily? Are you eating more fruits and vegetables? Are you making sure you're eating your protein today? I think the biggest thing right now is, are you eating enough? And yes. When people go into these new resolutions, I'm going to eat healthier. They start eating less. Mm-hmm. And that's actually not good because then they turn into a bit. And it's like there's nothing... Like I said, it has to be sustainable and adaptable. Mm-hmm. Yep. And most New Year's resolutions are. Yeah. And I think people, like, they don't look at what they actually want. Like, where are you starting fitness-wise? Because you're not going to go from zero days of working out to six days, an hour at a time. Like, it's just not realistic. No. You have, I have one client that can. There's a couple that can. Mm-hmm. But someone that had coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Earlier this year. And for a long time, I think it was a month, we're like, okay, if you can walk 10 minutes a day, that is your goal. Exactly. Okay. I'm feeling better. Okay. Try these exercises. We'll start with one set of eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you've got to build up. Then you get, you get the clients that come in. I've been doing this and this, but I need a change and I want to focus on this. Okay. Let's lift heavy. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have people with coming in from an injury you gotta i assess i I love doing movement assessments you know this i know (laughs) i love that too it's like (laughs) i do a movement i don't just write a workout program like i'm doing a movement assessment i'm watching you i'm not going to catastrophize what i see Mm -hmm. okay this is where and and i'll go hey have you ever had an issue with your ankle or your knee oh yeah i used to sprain my ankle a lot when i was a kid like yeah I, I saw that. <laughs> and I love that too. Cause it's like, if you've never had, I think everybody should have a movement, movement assessment at least like once a year. And then if you're just jumping into a cookie cutter workout without ever having your movement assessed and have suffered things like chronic ankle sprains and a surgery or something like you don't know how you're moving. Cause a, you're not trained to look at it and B it's your body. So you won't necessarily feel that something is off. I hate to use that term, but it's true. Or like what your, what your stability and your balance look like if you've never tested that. Yeah. So getting a movement screen is so important. I love that. Yeah. And a lot of times the, the metrics that we shoot for, especially with my older clients is balance. Mm-hmm. So we time a lot of stuff you know, single leg balance, side planks, mm-hmm. um, being able to move in different directions easily and not for a longer period of time. We time that stuff. But I think, I think the biggest thing for me when I, when I decided to leave Beachbody behind, um, I got my CPT CPT cert. I know you like, I'm a CPT. I am not a PT. Yeah, Jen knows the, the verbiage over here. I don't have to yell at her. <laughs> I am a CPT. I don't even call myself. I call myself a fitness coach because it's more than just like personal trainers. Just so I don't like it. But I focused on continuing my education in the human movement realm 
Mm -hmm. You'll see a lot of people get their CPTs and then go straight into like nutrition and get a a weekend. I'm like, I don't need to know that. I want to know how bodies move and how I can help people move better. Mm -hmm. Smart. Create sustainable programs for that. Nutrition actually is as nuanced as it is. People make it more difficult than it is. Mm -hmm. Right. Protein, produce, eat a damn carb. Oh, make it please taste eat good. a carb. <laughs> make it taste good. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And make sure it's food you like. Right. That's it. And, and unless... I'm allergic to you. Like, the only food you should need is something you're allergic to. That's exactly. It. Exactly. And you don't need a detox either. God. Unless you have a medical <laughs> issue with your liver or your kidney. But otherwise, you don't need a detox. No, unless you just want to poop forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother episode too though it is we got to write these down <laughs> don't need a detox so when looking at like i actually had somebody message me the other day because i i launched a group program so it's a templated program so it kind of is cookie cutter but at the same time they still have access to talk to me right there's an issue it's not just here's your online program talk to an unqualified person in a challenge group. So mm-hmm. you're actually talking to the person who wrote the program <laughs> like, and they have options. Like, there's options and access to switch out um, exercises. if something's mm-hmm. too difficult. So I have different variations. I don't like to call them modifications. They're variations. Right. There, there's a whole array of things that you can do for a swap, <laughs> mm-hmm. which when my leg gets better, maybe I'll do a video. On that. But yeah. I should make one of my clients maybe my model. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> make them be the guinea. But you have so many variations of exercises in some like either than others. And when you you go in, say it's a heavy squat day, but you're not feeling it. Well here, just do a body weight squat or mm-hmm. do a hack squat on the wall with a foam roller. You know, it's like you're not feeling good. You don't, forward walking lunges don't feel good. So try a reverse lunge. That still doesn't feel good. Do a static lunge. There's different things that you can do in the middle. So they get access to that. That's awesome. But I stopped taking numbers for that. I closed that. And so mm-hmm. that's not opening up until February. Okay. Like I'll do a wait list in January for that. But I somebody's like, I need to get in. I'm like, I'm sorry. No. So do you have people contacting you, like trying to get in for January? Like, is yeah, that- sure. Here, fill this out. You can go on my wait list. Yeah. For the group. Like, I still, I'm still taking, um, I have a couple of consultation calls coming up now, but I'll, I'll take a one-on-one client through the 15th. Mm-hmm. But other than that, sorry, wait list, January. I'm also yeah. switching stuff up and changing how I deliver things and programming the things, but, mm-hmm. but I'm not, there, there's no, well, why not? And I tell them, well, they're like, well, you're losing business. And I'm like, well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not taking fitness clients in January either because I don't want it to be like an urgency thing. Like I want you to want to be there yeah. and have your head in the game. And I'm not going to be taking it before and afters or sizes or anything. Like, I know. Yeah, no. I don't do transformation pictures. Mm-mm. We don't do measurements. Nope. Like I don't ask them if they want to do them, go ahead. But if I find out that 
or if I start to see that those numbers and those pictures are starting to affect their mindset when it comes to working out and eating, which I know because we'll have conversations on coaching calls about certain things and I, you know, ask the question. And I see that, I'm like, you have stopped. Yeah, exactly. Be like, I will come to your house and take your scale away. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah, it's a big hurdle to overcome because, like, that's what we've been trained is a way to measure progress, and it's not. Well, then you'll, you'll start doing that, and then you're not seeing the fast results that come the first two weeks of a program where you're going hard six days a week, you know, 45 minutes. And you lose, what, eight to 10 pounds? Sometimes they promise that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not fat loss, number one. That's water weight. Yep. So you're going to lose that. And then maybe if you stick with that program and you start going heavier, you're going to actually gain some of that back. Exactly. You're going to get, they need that water back in there and you're going to get stronger and you're going to, and then you're going to plateau and you're like, oh, maybe this isn't working. And then mm-hmm. you say, who posted that? Yeah, the Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what happens with resolutions. Like she posted that the other day. I'm like, damn it, she beat me to it. <laughs> Great minds think like, alike. I've been posting about kind of like, trickling that in. But you start way up here and you go and then, oh, it's, it's not working, I quit. And then, oh, wait, if, but if you kept going, you would go back up. And it's just like, oh, so people quit. Yeah. It ebbs and flows like anything. There's no like linear path to get there. No, there is no straight trajectory line it's up and down it's flat it's curved or it's crazy and all around just looks like a hot mess of yarn a yarn ball that a cat played with yeah that's my life right now (laughs) 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 craziness just like no no either a jumbled hot mess or it's just up and down and you just have to stick with it and adapt to it Mm mm-hmm and be honest about like what you're capable of, what your like physical capabilities are, what your time constraints look like. How much do you actually have to work out? Not that much. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not getting up before I am every day to do an hour long workout. Not happening. No. 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I am. You know this. We're not morning people. No, I thought I was. And then I'm like, no, I am not a morning person at all. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something. I totally forgot. Sorry. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> but like I used to wake up at the ass crack of dawn because I convinced myself that's when I had to work out because otherwise I won't do it. And then it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, no, I didn't do it because it was already in my head that if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., it wasn't getting done. Sam, when I was doing that, it was because I was comparing myself. This is part of the other problem with New Year's resolutions and joining these challenge groups where you, that usually the only people interacting in there are the coaches that are running it. Mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes when I say coaches, people. <laughs> <laughs> Commissioned salespeople. <laughs> people that are running it, um, they're the only ones interacting. And so they're posting and they're working out. And it kind of makes you feel like shit. Yeah. They're getting up at five o'clock in the morning. Why can't I get up at five o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. They're only drinking a shake for breakfast, eating their and they're eating their however many containers. How come I'm starving at night and binging on cereal at midnight? 
well, because I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, why am I sneaking 20 donuts a week? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, no, it's, it's very much a, a show mm -hmm. that's put on these things. And what I do, I'm like, it's not a show. And I, I think I posted something the other day. He's talking about those. Um, cause this is all current in my head. I'm not a rah rah coach. I know. That's right? why I love you too. I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I, I will never be dancing, popping my booty on reels. Just, mm -hmm. I don't dance, number one. I hate it. Um, not my thing. I, rock, you can't really, I'm off it. Headbang. <laughs> but no dancing, right? Exactly. Um, but I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and be a cheerleader. No, I'm realistic. I'm calm. I'm practical common sense mm -hmm. and it's just like it tells you straight you're doing great you're doing great and I will celebrate you but it's mm -hmm. not over the top cheesy posts pictures you know it's like I, it drives me nuts yeah I hate it. it's, it's not like so, a damn sorority yeah exactly it's so <laughs> shallow and it, there's like no like they try to come off as like deep and like supportive but it's all just shallow bullshit yeah and they're this time of year they're out and i've started seeing more like you'll see i've i've kind of curated my social media where i don't see as much anymore mm -hmm. i know some of them still follow me because i see them <laughs> looking at my story but um i've curated where i don't see their a lot of their stuff anymore mm -hmm. every once in a while well and they get they're they're doing something now where curiosity marketing not a curiosity marketing anymore. Wait, what, what is it called? Curiosity? It's curiosity marketing. And what is that? So they just post something to make you curious about what they're doing. So you message them. Oh. They'll keep seeing stuff over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're not transparent with what they're selling. Right. This new brand new program promising you great results. This, this, who, that's join my challenge. They don't say it's whatever company they're working for well, it's usually each body let's be honest it's online programming mm -hmm. um but they don't say that's what it is until right. you it's like it's kind of it's shady mm -hmm. it is here's what you get with me you get one on our programming a group program or i have a diy program coming up there you go here you go here you go here's how much it is <laughs> but it's like this is what you get yeah it's transparent and like i don't understand the hiding stuff like that because i don't have time to go researching on my own and dming you and going on a sales pitch tell me what i'm getting tell me how much it is and tell me how long it's going to be that's all i care about yeah absolutely and just because it works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me exactly talk to me and get to know me and mm -hmm. what my goals are and don't pull the well i have a workout for everybody bullshit no no <laughs> not true <laughs> right if it's off the shelf it cannot be for everybody there's no, no way mm -mm. and it's like you get people in i used to feel so guilty especially i think that going in my, my final straw, especially with New Year's resolutions, was when um, 
a program called 80 Day Obsession came out mm-hmm. and they were really pushing it and they started a new thing where you could do a sneak peek to the program and start it early. But in order to do the sneak peek to start it early in January to get ahead on your new resolution, you had to sign up as a coach. Oh. So you're it and it was just like I felt so sick to my stomach doing that. Yeah. And at that point in time I was that that was the year that I, I had pneumonia and I kind of I really stepped back because I was knocked on my butt for three months. And the head top up line person was like, um, why aren't you hitting success club? Why aren't you selling talent tracks? I'm like, um, I can barely get out of bed someday. Yeah. Well, you need to do, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need to do that. I need to get, and that's when I started realizing that this isn't, it wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help people, but this is not the way to do it anymore. No. With their fitness and their relationship with food and like, I couldn't do it anymore. And that, that's just kind of when my eyes went, whoa, New Year's resolutions are crap. Companies that prey on women that, who make these fitness and nutrition use resolutions are crap. And that's when I started doing the research and like 80% of them fail by the second week of February. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Yeah. And it's like, as much as it sucks, it's awesome that you kind of had that experience because now as a trainer, you know what you want for yourself, what you want for your business, what you want for your clients. And they're going to get so much more out of that than they are picking something like a streaming service or cookie cutter workouts when they have no idea pretty much what they want or what their goals are or how to accomplish that. Yeah, I've had one client now for, oh my goodness, she's been with me for 18 months. When we started working together, she was lifting soup cans. Whoa. And now what's she lifting? She's up to like, she's got, she had to order higher dumbbells. <laughs> that's, uh, that's such a good feeling. You're like, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's up to like 15 pounds of an open class. That's so pretty good. And 40, 40, 50, 60 pound deadlift, you know, and this has been just a, but to go from soup cans to that in 18 months is huge. Exactly. Yep. And people see that, well, that's not really that much. Well, no, it is. It is. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it takes consistency over time and doing it this way, she's going to be more resilient and strong throughout the rest of her life because she will be able to continue to do this. Exactly. And it's not just about putting up a higher number weight. It's about getting the mobility down, getting the body mechanics down and putting up that weight. We spent a lot of time on body mechanics Mm -hmm. and movement patterns um, without weight. Yeah. Because she had never really worked out before. Mm -hmm. Never. Well, I can't say that she's never strength trained before. So there was a lot of, okay, we need to focus on this movement pattern because you use it to pick up laundry baskets. Yep. Use it to use the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. You know, hip hinge is important. Oh, almost everybody gets a hip hinge from me. (laughs) Squat pattern is important. You need to be able to get up off the toilet. 
Exactly. And sit down on the couch. <laughs> and get up off the couch. Yeah. Especially and, if it's a cushy couch. <laughs> and walk upstairs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you have to look at those. So that I spent a lot of time with her. Almost if I go back and look through stuff, I think we spent a good six months. Yeah. Working on movement patterns and mobility before we even started thinking about adding more load to her training. Yep, absolutely. And this is another example where it's not like these fancy looking balls to the wall workout are necessarily what's going to get you better. Like you have to have those foundational movement patterns down before you do anything because otherwise you risk injury. Yeah, and she's created a habit where she comes home from work three days a week and gets her workout done. Mm -hmm. She also knows that she had a long day at work to check in or didn't sleep well at night or hasn't eaten. You know, probably not a good night to do this strength workout. Maybe I'll just do some mobility and stretching and I'll do it tomorrow. Yes. Because my, my mind is not where it needs to be. I haven't fed myself and I didn't sleep. I love that. Another That's thing nobody work. looks at. It's yeah, great. <clears throat> when you jump into these programs in the new year or try and go balls to the wall at the beginning of the year, join the gym, go all out, going to do this, download a PDF or download like a Pinterest workout or copy, copy the um, Instagram fits the workout. Mm -hmm. You start doing what uh, I do that. I'm going to end up looking like them. <laughs> Never going to um, happen. <laughs> called genetics people. Exactly. Um, and personal chefs and <laughs> camera angles and lighting and yeah. And sometimes plastic surgery. And sometimes um, plastic surgery. <laughs> but you look, if you look at and you break it down, like I went over this actually with this client the other day. We've been working out for a few months together and she's like, I'm like, three months. So we do three workouts a week. So she's done 36 strength training workouts and she's like, wow, that's all I've done. I feel so much stronger. I thought it was, I, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. Or there's a client, you know, when you get new clients in, work for it for a month and, hey, where's your progress? Where are you at? How are you feeling? Are you feeling stronger? Or what are you noticing that's different? And she's like, well, I can do this, this, and this. And I'm like, you realize you've only done three, three workouts, right? Or 12 workouts I over the four weeks. Mm -hmm. Only done 12 that much progress in 12 I'm like, yeah because you're taking rest days exactly so you can work with over you know three months and do 36 workouts or you can do 36 workouts in 36 days and then burn out end up getting hurt actually not progressing hitting the plateau so you freak out so you try and confuse your muscles mm -hmm. or second week of February you quit all together yep Three times a week, 52 weeks a year, 156 workouts. Six days a week for five to six weeks, 36 workouts. Hurt yourself, burn out, give up, quit, decide strength training or working out isn't for you because it's awful. Yep. And you stop. Yep. I'd rather have the 156. Agree. And that's like, you don't break that down. No, but you do. And that's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
tell the people <laughs> tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Jen B Coaching. I'm sorry, Jen with one N B dot Coaching um, on Instagram. That's the best place to to find me. Um, I do want to recommend two books for people to pick up. Oh yes, because I know that there are people who say I want to read next year. Um, the first one is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And the second is Tiny Habits by DJ Fogg. Tiny Habits? Tiny Habits. Like a tiny house? Yes, like a tiny house. <laughs> it's essentially the same, same, same idea as Atomic Habits where at the beginning of the book, um, James Clear talks about 1% being 1% better every day. Taking mm-hmm. one it's just little tiny things and they eventually build up over time and it's stuff that you don't even notice oh okay and eventually you're like whoa wait it worked and just but that's where the Dunning-Kruger effect and we look that up people you <laughs> <We> don't <laughs> have to talk about that right now um and the failing by the second week of February they're, they're going for these huge, gigantic changes, or they start with the little changes and they're not seeing the results fast enough, so then they stop. Mm-hmm. But if you keep going and add up those 1% and those tiny habits that DJ Fogg talks about, eventually there's going to be this big breakthrough. Okay. And it's like, whoa, cool. I like that. Yeah, my friend and I are supposed to be reading Atomic Habits together, and I'm a procrastinator and have not ordered it yet. So <laughs> I, I will. Um, uh, last, I mean, I don't like to buy it off of Amazon as much as possible, but he just, I think he sent out in his email. He joins his email list too. If you go to jamesclear.com, um, he has a really good newsletter that he puts out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's on sale on Amazon. Okay. But I suggest going through a local. Yeah, there's an awesome local bookstore that sells used books here. So I'm going to go check them out. Um, it's right by one of my clients. So after I'm done with her, I'll go spend some time in the bookstore. I have a list of books that I want to buy. Me too. Like that I've, listened to, I've listened to on Audible. And then I have I can listen, but I'm also one that needs to have the books so I can write in the notes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. <laughs> that's, that's the English and history major in me. Like, I got to... <laughs> anything else to add jen and i'll drop jen's contact in the show notes too so you can find her easily but anything else you want to add instead of new year's resolution let's make have a goal and create a system that gets you there over time yeah on the little stuff like an actual roadmap yes (laughs) make a goal break it apart and then focus on those little parts and how you're going to get there. Reach one part, move to the next part, and then go to the next part. And eventually you're going to reach that big goal. I love that. And it doesn't have to be done in a certain amount of time. Never. There's no, I think that's some of the other problems with the resolutions. Like it needs to be done, but I have to lose this much weight in this many days. I have to get this many workouts done in this many days. Like mm-hmm. You're setting yourself up if something happens. Just quit. Exactly. It's the the psychological part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. It's huge. 
It really is. That's probably the biggest roadblock for everybody. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, if you guys need to find Jen, she's awesome. Um, all her info is in the show notes. And make sure you check out her stuff on Instagram. She's always posting awesome things. And I have a lot of her stuff saved too. So thanks so much. Thank and we'll you. See- yeah. And website is being updated. I have one now, but it's kind of, I didn't send a few. We'll spare them that, but <laughs> when it's updated, I'm sure it'll be on uh, yeah, access it'll, to it'll Instagram. It'll be up on my Instagram when it is updated. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Finally Fearless. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Shake it up, stop when the clock gets 13. Say one, one, two, three, four. Cause, 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 no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.